0: Hey there! You're listening to Feast Makati Legaspi. Find life-giving inspiration here to boost your faith and build your life. Let's listen to Brother Torrelova. We're going to continue studying the book of Matthew tonight. And right after last week's talk, which is the last part of Matthew where we just came from, we found out then about the story of the multiplication of the loaves and fish. So imagine, kaka-multiply lang ni Lord na napakag amazing miracle. Loaves and fish were multiplied so 12,000 people were able to eat. So this story is what happens next. And it's Peter walking on water. Peter walks on water. And I want to preach to someone right now who can relate to Peter. Someone right now who is drowning in despair because we know what happened to Peter. He drowned, he sank. He was walking, but he sank after a while. I want to preach to someone who is now drowning in despair, someone who is sinking in sorrow, someone who is crushed by this crisis. I want to speak to someone who is now in if you are overwhelmed by what's happening right now, just looking at social media, just looking at the news, by just seeing and hearing the messages from people around you getting COVID, passing away, losing their jobs. If you are sinking and drowning right now, listen in. Sakto in topic ito for you. Just this week I was sinking. I went through one of the toughest challenges in my life last Monday, and I'm going to share that more later on. But if this is you, listen in. And I hope you tag someone who also needs this. Are you ready? I having overwhelming news this week. I just found out a friend, one of my fellow servants here, he, his dad passed away. And nakakatugo ng puso, grabe. K- message lang niya that his dad was sick, na, na, na covid and as we were praying and helping him out and looking for a way to help him find a hospital, nung gabi, he passed away na. talaga. ba? Brothers and sisters, what is God saying to us in this season of our lives? Tell someone beside you, listen in, because God will speak to you tonight. And I love this message. My one big message for you tonight is, God will rescue you. Can you type that in the comments? God will rescue you. That is such, the line pa lang okay. Na eh. <laughs> that line alone is enough. Okay, I got the message from God. God will rescue me. And I want you to post that later on on your wall. God will rescue us. And so brothers and sisters, let's listen in. Let's listen in. Um, I love preaching the story about Peter walking on water. And I remember as a young preacher, I used to preach to young people before when I was young. In high school, I used to preach. This is, the, I think, the first talk I ever constructed, I ever gave. Jesus Walks on Water. Nalala ko, kumanta pa nga ako ng song eh. Walk on through, through the waves. Ang dun lang. Hanggang bata lang ako na kumanta. But ang ganda ng message na itong talk. It's a familiar story, but I want you to open your mind and listen to it with fresh eyes. Okay, lang game? Well, a lot of you can say, "I understand." I know the points of Brato. I know the message. Shang. Take a God will speak to you afresh tonight. Amen. And each lesson, I'm gonna give you five powerful insights from this story. And each of these insta- insights are postable, as in, "Let'sila, tinap mwo." Pinos marami ng like. Sure, sure ka When you post. Tag the feast, tag me. My name is Relova so we can people can know where to go for such messages like this. So the first message that I want you to post and the first message we learned from this story is, God wants a one-on-one with you. Can you type that in the comment section for now? God wants a one-on-one with you. So we're going through this passage verse by verse. Reminder, this is what happened after the multiplication of loaves. We're going to read this Bible verse from the book of Matthew. Immediately after this, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross the other side of the lake while he sent the people home. After sending them home, he went up into the hills by himself to pray. Night fell while he was there alone. Question, insisted? why did the verse say, Jesus insisted that they disperse. Short to say, "Alis na kayo. It was not clear in Matthew why that it was an urgent thing. It was not clear in the book of Matthew, but if you study the book of John, the same um, way, uh, the same story um, as written there, mapapansin mo that when Jesus multiplied the bread, the people were excited to the point that the people were saying, "Imagine from a small um, baon." na multiplied to 12,000 people minimum. Ang laki nun. And imagine the people, after seeing an amazing miracle, they wanted to install Jesus as the King of Israel. Kasi ang galing. Ito na yung natin. Ito na yung hininday pinagdadasal natin, yung prenafesai noong unang panahon that will come and save us. The thing is, they thought Jesus would not save them spiritually, but even physically because they've been waiting for someone to save them from their oppressors back then from the Roman Empire. And so Jesus said, okay, let's disperse because he knew that the crowd wanted to bring him to power and that's not his plan and that's not his mission. They wanted to install Jesus as a military king. So it's likely that the reason why Jesus said, in, and he insisted, Sige, alis na kayo, disciples. Uwi na kayo, mga tao. After that, was because he did not want his disciples to also be swayed by this crowd. Uh, new insight. He did not want his disciples to also get excited. Oh nga, no. Baka nga si Jesus, Military King pala ang gagawin. There's a lesson there. And this is a beautiful lesson I give everyone. Our first insight is, Jesus sent the disciples away and the crowd home so that he, number one, could pray alone, yes, but also he wanted to distance himself and not be influenced himself from the crowd. And what's the lesson to us? At a certain point in your decision-making, brothers and sisters, you must stop listening to the crowd. Wow. At a certain point in your decision-making, you must stop listening to the crowd. Question, do you always listen to the crowd? Even if most of the time the crowd you listen to is also wrong, is also hurting, is also sinful or sinning. If they're also, as, even if the crowd is also looking for answers themselves and are often as well misguided. Well, it's great to listen to friends. It's great to listen to the crowd. But after consulting with your friends, after consulting and hearing the crowd, like Jesus, you must also stop listening to them, especially for your decision-making processes. You should go to your inner closet of your heart and have a one-on-one meeting with God. So just like Jesus, have a one-on-one meeting with God. Jesus went up the hills to be alone to pray with God. And so we must also do that regularly. Especially when the people around us are very noisy. Sino sa inyo medyo na-iingayan na. Ito gawin mo. Ito gawin mo. Ito yung nangyari. Ito yung nangyari. Ah! Maybe it's time for you. Sige. Tahimik mo na. Usap tayo, Lord. Tayo lang mo na. In the end, listen to that one voice that matters the most and who will guide you the best. I love it that every morning I get time alone to pray and listen to God alone. Read the Bible before the noise starts, before the news comes in, before social media starts, before my office calls for me. Have a one-on-one with God regularly, brothers and sisters like Jesus. Listen to your Lord more than the crowd. Tell someone beside you, listen to your Lord more than the crowd. Can we give the Lord a round of applause? Hallelujah. Thank you everyone. One o one na ho na Second lesson, and I want you to type this in the comments. God will allow you to enter storms. Ay, grabe. <laughs> what? Brother, to parang ayoko but the lesson we learned from the second part of this passage is God will allow you to enter storms. Brother, To ayoko. <laughs> In a verse a while ago, Jesus asked his disciples, you remember the story? He asked his disciples, okay, batsi natayo, pero kayo mauna kayo. Ako magdadasal, kayo mauna kayo. Go to the lake. Cross to the other side of the lake, and I will see you later on. That's the story. The funny thing is, Jesus did not just send them to the lake he sent them he sent them to the lake to a storm <laughs> grave lord naman eh ang ano ka lord eh he sent them directly to where the storm was question are you sometimes asking god if he intentionally sends storms our way? does he nena na jabas si lord na nagbibigay sa inyo ng problema nagbibigay sa inyo ng pinagdadaanan yung ngayon Well, sometimes He does. I'm not saying for all storms. But for a lot of storms, He intentionally sends us that way. Or He allows that storm to come our way. I believe God sometimes does send you to enter into storms, not so that they can batter you, but so that they can better you. There are some storms in your life that God will allow that He knows would make you better. Because following Jesus isn't about avoiding problems. It's about transforming them. Wow. There are some things that only a trial can improve or change your life. Kahit lesson, kahit seminar na mo, will not better you but a trial can so don't allow your problems to wreck you with God's eyes see it in God's eyes and see that Jesus can use that problem not to wreck you but to rebuild you God can help you transform your problems into your possibilities so that your problems can eventually lead you to your progress Amen. I have a lot of financial struggles growing up. I mean, as I was uh, a young person, and dami ko pinagdanan ibebantre And dami kong back and forth to different jobs. I sold many things. I sold insurance. I sold websites. I sold network. I uh, nagbebenta shampoo, ng shampoo, ng papayat, ng ng um, papa exfoliate, blackheads. I sold a lot of things and had a lot of jobs before. And none of them made me successful financially. Naghirap ako. But I know now that God sent me to those storms not to batter me, but to better me. Because what I have achieved now is a result of all the lessons I learned and how those lessons built me up to be the Person, the sales professional, the, the wizard in, in business I am now. So problems are a part of life. Tanggapin na natin yan. And God will sometimes send us two storms. But he, can, he sends us mostly two storms to grow us. So don't pray for an easy life, brothers and sisters. Because that can never happen on this side of the planet. Pray for a meaningful one. Amen? So that even as you undergo your storms, these problems help you grow so that you in turn can eventually bless others through a better you. So allow God's plan to be fulfilled in your life. Pray for a life of meaning. Pray for a life of selflessness, of surrender, and of sacrifice. So that every storm is a significant thing in your life. Tell someone beside you, allow your storms to shape you. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> a lot of us are undergoing storms right now and questioning, why am I here, Lord? And I hope, dito sa point number two palang lang, masasabi oh, o no, Lord, siguro you have a plan for me. To grow something that I could never grow without the storm. And so, Sige Lord, Titiwala. Ako. Message number three. Type this God's timing is perfect. Wow. <laughs> God's timing is perfect. Amen. I want to read this passage, the next passage of the book. Okay, let's go. So, as the apostles were there, let's go. Let's read the story. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from land, for a strong wind had risen, and they were fighting heavy waves. About three o'clock in the morning, Jesus came toward them, walking on water. Wow, ito na yun. Jesus was coming to them on the water. He was walking on the water. Na, yun na ako. And he came at three o'clock in the morning, around three o'clock in the morning. question bakit kaya sinabi pa ni Matthew in time? bakat pa ni Matthew? But specific is there significance to the time that Matthew said? But three a.m. ano connection non? Let me tell you an amazing explanation. The original Greek statement of that part of that he came at three o'clock in the morning is he came at the fourth of the night, at the fourth watch of the night. To explain a little further, in the ancient times they divided the night, nighttime into four quadrants or four watches. So the first watch was 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. So, ngayon, first watch, patayang yon kasi hindi patay 9 p.m. The second watch of the night was 12 p.m. to 12 midnight. Ah, sorry, 9 p.m., sorry, to 12 midnight. Second watch. The third watch of the night is 12 midnight to 3 a.m. And the fourth watch was 3 a.m to 6 a.m. So, Jesus, in short, came at the last watch, the fourth watch, the, the end of the night. He did not come in the first watch. He did not come in the second watch. He did not come in the third quadrant. He came in the last to rescue His disciples in the fourth watch. know meaning sa ating ngayon? As a young Christian, I love hearing this. God is the 1159 God. We used to call this, He is the last minute God. At minsan, may pinagdadasal tayo, hindi dumadating, hindi dumadating. Pero sa huling-huling pagkakataon na kailangan na natin, dun siya dumadating. And the victory is even better. Because sakto sa timing na kailangan So please know that if your miracle isn't here yet, trust him because because he can do a spectacular upset in the right time, in the last minute. God is never late, brothers and sisters. He has perfect time. And trust that God will show up at the right time. Trust that God will show up at the right time to give you the right miracle that you need. Because you need Him at the best time to give you the best victory for what you need. Tell someone beside you, trust His timing. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Wow. <clears throat> and dami kong stories, brothers and sisters. It will, not, it will not fit tonight's broadcast of how God in the last minute saved us. Kala naming wala na biglang boom. The miracle came. So trust God's timing. Sometimes His timing is there for a purpose. And it's the best purpose that can ever happen. So if you're undergoing something, God can still do a final upset and give you the miracle you need. Message number four. And I want you to type this and post about this. God is still in charge. Type that. God is still in charge. Wow. For the ancient people, let's go to the story. The Middle East, the ancient people in the Middle East, for them, the sea was a place to be feared. Ang karagatan or body of water was a place to be feared. One, because they can't control it. They cannot control the sea. And they cannot control what happens on the sea. They cannot control or predict even the weather or what happened. So nakakatakot ang dagat or ang, ang body of water sa kanila. The water to them was a symbol of chaos. If you have been feasting for some time, we, you know that we teach you how to read the Bible. There are what we call design patterns in the Bible that connects the stories of now to the stories of the past. It's all connected. Type that, type that again in the comments. It's all connected. Like nangyarin happened in Moses, connected to sa sa Jesus. And the Bible authors use design patterns to connect them. Para malaman mo, it's one whole, it's many books but one full story. And it's all pointing to Jesus. So again, the water is chaos. When Jesus walks on the water, now in this Bible verse, it is actually connecting to the Bible verse in Genesis one two. Let's read Genesis chapter one verse two. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the surface of the waters. Wow! When I studied this, ako. It was the Spirit of God that was hovering over the surface of the waters. It was the Spirit of God that was walking, hovering over the waters. Similarly, we know that Jesus is Yahweh. And Jesus, the Father, and the Spirit are one. And so Jesus as well hovers over the chaos. Jesus is Lord over chaos. That's the point. Jesus is Lord over the water and Jesus is Lord over the chaos Is there life in chaos right now? Meron ba? Meron ba sa inyo na sobrang intense pinagdadaanan ngayon? You have a loved one who is sick. Agaw buhay. Financially drained na kayo. You're ju- or you're just scared by the many news of of the rising covid cases because of the variants na hindi nakahabol yung pag-vaccinate sa mga namamatay. Is it chaos right now in your family because of what's happening? Is it chaos right now in your profession, in your job, in your source of income, in your business? If your life is in chaos, the message of this part is Jesus is not absent. He's there in the midst of your chaos. And that's what happens as the story continues. We're going to read the next part of the story together. When the disciples saw him walking on the water, they were terrified. In their fear, they cried out, it's a ghost. But Jesus spoke to them at once. Don't be afraid, he said. Take courage. I am here. Kala nila multo, kala nila ghost. first of all mga nag ghosts inyo na <laughs> da they saw a lone figure walking on the water and who else would it be but a ghost who else would walk on the water they did not know that that their their rabbi was capable of even that and they were in chaos but Jesus calmly, was walking on the water in spite of the chaos. So if your trials are too terrifying, brothers and sisters, if your struggles are now too soul-crushing, then know that Jesus says in the same way, take courage, I am here. Take courage, I am here. And you see me walking on the water, it's miracle enough. But this is a proof that I am Lord over the chaos. You got to remind yourself, brothers and sisters, who's in charge? You're not. You can do all you can, but in the end, it's not you. And the, pro- the thing is, your problems are not in charge. Your enemies are not in charge. Your sickness is not in charge. Your lack is not in charge jesus is in charge he is lord over your chaos so what you do you do all you can you pray all you can that when you're done your part let god take charge take courage jesus says i am here in your chaos in your storm in your struggle in your doubting, in your despair, and na ako rescue has arrived. I am here. Let's give it a little round of applause. Hallelujah! Can you tell somebody beside you? Faith lang. Now here's the funny part of the story. It gets funnier. Okay na, di ba? Jesus comes to the rescue, walking on the water. The disciples said, "It's a ghost." Sinu sa nakakita ng ghost. <laughs> Anyway, but the funny part of the story is here, and I'm so excited to watch The Chosen's version of this story What of what happens next. If, if you haven't heard me preach it enough, please watch The Chosen. It's episode two, po na season two. It's all free. Watch it on The Chosen app. It's an amazing way of reliving your stories of how you know Jesus to be. It's ng story. No I just watched season two happen, and it Grabe. In tears ako. Galeng. Anyway, I'm so excited on how this will be portrayed by the show. Pero later on pa yan. Okay, let's read this. Then Peter called to him, Lord, if it's really you, tell me to come to you walking on the water. Kapal. <laughs> yes, come, Jesus said. So Peter went over to the side of the boat and walked on the water towards Jesus. Grabe. Peter walked on the water. First of all, ang tao ko kay Peter, Peter Pabibo. Grabe, no? Laging ganun. <laughs> medyo medyo related ako sa kanya. <laughs> Andito na naman siya, Peter Pabibo does it again. Siya yung, Lord, Lord, ako, ako. Gusto ko rin gawin yan. Pwede ba? And Jesus said, tala, come here. Walk on the water. Peter walked on the water. Such a scene. And I'd love to see that played out in The Chosen. So ganito, if a kid asks you, Sino sa Bible ang naglakad sa tubig o naglakad lakad sa sea? You don't just have to put Jesus. You can put two names na. Jesus and Chuck Norris. <laughs> Saan din nakakalam kay Chuck Norris? Belat. Joke. Jesus and Peter. Kasi Peter did walk on the water. Hindi siyeng tipong nakalaka tapos nagsink. He could have taken a few steps. We wouldn't know. But he did walk on water. He could have walked for a long way. We don't know. But he did walk on water. And here's the best part. Okay na sana eh. Nakakalakad na si Peter. He was already walking towards Jesus. But this is what happens. Let's read this. But when he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Brothers and sisters, this verse, Matthew 14, 30, is the verse that I want you to remember. And this is the verse I want you to remember every time you start sinking. It says again, Brian, can we flash that verse again? Lang natin. When he saw the strong wind and the waves, he was terrified and began to sink. Save me, Lord, he shouted. Boom. So you imagine the scene. Chaos, storm, raging waves, scary winds, howling winds. The disciples were tossed, and, uh, tossed about. They didn't know what to do. They were seasoned fishermen, most of them. But they didn't know what to do. Then they see a lone figure walking on the water towards them. Hindi naka boat. And so they see Jesus. And Peter says, Lord, can I also do that? Halika, sabi ni Jesus. Peter gets off the boat. And, and normally, as he is accustomed to, he would normally sink. But he starts standing and walking. He walks towards Jesus. And as he's facing Jesus, nakakalakad siya. But as soon as Peter started hearing the howling winds and feeling them, and seeing the scary waves, he begins to sink. Sobrang timely. Just this week, a lot of friends of mine, I had a light group last week, Friday with my brothers in the, in the ministry, Saturday with couples. And a lot are saying, na na brother, to ang mundo ngayon." They were telling me that they were losing faith faith in the systems, faith in the situations, faith in what's happening, because the COVID statistics are, 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 have names right now, nina sila numbers na lang. And there's no people losing their jobs in crisis right now, and they're getting overwhelmed by the winds around them and the waves around them, and they're beginning to sink. As they're bombarded by the winds and the waves, by the tragedy and the despair, they begin to sink, which gives us a beautiful lesson. When you focus on the storm you sink. But when you focus on your Savior, you soar. Tell someone beside you, keep your eyes on Jesus. Peter was walking wonderfully on the water as he was going towards Jesus. But the moment that he allowed the winds and the waves To distract him from Jesus, he began to sink. You have a choice, brothers and sisters. You can look at the winds and the waves around you, or you can look at Jesus in front of you. Wow. If you want your peace to return, look at your Christ. Stop looking at your chaos. Look at your Christ. My sister, one of my sisters, Sabingo si Simara, <laughs> she was just sharing. I did not ask her if I could share a story, but I'm going to do it anyway. It's madalimag sorry, Anyway, my sister Mara was saying, Sovereign nagpapalpitate na at times because of the news. Hey, rinbagan. You hear not just the news on social media. I mean, that's one news on social media. Another world news, going na na hindi lang pala na overrun ng COVID all over the world India, Brazil, US. Nakakapalpititit nga talaga. And you hear, not just that, you hear friends reporting their own tragedies. You hear names. You hear your, your own friends are reporting na are also COVID. But my, my sister did something. She downloaded on and put on her screensaver, on her phone wallpaper, the picture of Jesus. It's actually the picture of Jesus, the chosen, Jonathan Rumi. But every time she would look at, his, at Jesus's picture depicted by that actor, it siya ng calm. When you look at your chaos, you panic. When you look at your Christ, you have peace. So you have a choice. I have a practical challenge for everyone. Game? Radical times need radical things. Kung isaka sa mga nagpapalpitate dad sa mga balita? Isaka sa mga nagigigal sa galet sa mga nagbaba sa mo? Isaka mga sa mga now hopeless at na helpless because of all the things that you see? I have a challenge. Shut down. The nonstop flood of COVID news, of what's happening elsewhere, on your phone, on your feed, on your view. Imagine yourself that you're in an empty bathroom. the water is rising up to the point na mayroon malapit ka malunod. Alam mo solution? Turn off the faucet. then eventually leave the room. You can control what comes into your life. And sometimes the news is not doing you good. It's good to be informed. It's good to be updated. It's good to be aware. But if your life is at stake and your peace is being robbed, then shut off the faucet. Try it. lang. not listen the news. Okay, not sa social media and news parts or just do a fast for a while and just see peace come back. I mean it's not being oblivious to the world. We know it's there. But knowing it's there day in day out is causing you to panic. I've relatives telling me na panic na na shut it off. Do something about it. While it's there, don't look at the waves, don't look at the winds. Look at the water walker and you walk as well can we give the Lord a round of applause for that so are you sinking if you are keep your eyes on Jesus I told you a while ago that I had a story (laughs) last week before I preached last Thursday I just received a very very troubling text about work I'm one with you. Nagtatrabaho din ako. nag din ako sa mga trabaho sa kumpanya, sa benta, sa pagkukana ng pera, sa pagpapasweldo, sa kabuhayan namin. And just last week, before the talk, I just received scarily sad news on my phone. And parang gusto kong huwag muna mag-preach noong gabi, but I thank God for the strength. I still preached, I'd brush it off. Jesus, he saw compassion. That's why he said alone time, he said, Mamiane alone time ko, na grieving ko, tabi ko muna yan. I'm gonna do my work. And so I did that, that work Thursday night. But that news troubled me still up to the weekend. Monday I was gonna meet the person who was involved with that message. And just to tell you, this is the the, the scariest conflict i could ever have in the company i am now part of to the point that this is ultimate it's pinaka pinaka basta <laughs> and so that whole week that whole week and rather i was thinking about that news i was so afraid i was fearing my position my my continuation my dreams and during that weekend, that Saturday, in my quiet time with God, which I love, that's why you should have your one-on-one with God. God spoke to me in a special way through the Bible verse in Habakkuk. Kung gusto Habakkuk. that's love us. He said that Bible verse that even though you know this Bible verse, even though the, the blossoms will not, I forgot, sorry, even though the flowers will not bloom, even if the, the, the blank will not blank, even though, maraming ano, even though hindi lumago ang ganito, yet I will still praise Him, Hindulu ng verse And so that verse was God's way of telling me na anak, whatever happens on Monday, you'll be okay. Noona gusto ko lumaban. Noona gusto ko ipaglaban yung karapatan ko, sabihin yung side ko. But that Bible verse ng Sunday, nung, nung Saturday, taught me to surrender it to God. And I did not surrender saying I will surrender it na and say no na, no. I will still fight for that, but my heart will be at peace. And so for the whole Sunday Saturday Sunday I peaceful and heart go even the night before the meeting peaceful and heart go. even the meeting itself I was ready for whatever God had in store for me because I know it's for my good And so Monday meeting came and I spoke with the person with peace in my heart ready for whatever God had in plan And so the person said this is the case and I was ready to say, Sige, if that's the case, I'm okay. But I said, Why don't we do this? And we came up to an agreement. And I left that meeting. Na okay pa rin. A huge weight was lifted off of me. Because ko wala na. I was praying about it. My light group was praying about it. My family was praying about it. Those who knew me were praying about it because antindim problema to. But I thank God, and this is the point, that even before the conflict, there was peace in my heart. Because God made me look at Him, not on the waves or the wind. And so I give you that peace, brothers and sisters. Have peace as you look at your Jesus so that you can continue walking on water. When you look at Jesus and not on the waves and the wind, the miraculous happens. And you walk on water and you can defeat anything and overcome everything through the peace He gives you. You may be pausing this at this moment and I just want to tell you, surrender my Lord, Lord. What you're going through, surrender mo kay God. Say, Lord, sige. I'm fighting for this answered prayer. I'm fighting for this prayer, Lord. Pero ayoko ito, bigay mo, Lord. Pero sige, Lord. Surrender na lang. You know what's best. He may still give you this, what you prayed for, or may still, okay, may still give you this. Ano ba Or he may give you this. But know that whatever he allows you to have is for your good. I imagine myself para parang si Abraham at sinasacrifice ko Isaac ko and ready na ako Lord sige ito na bigay ka na but the Lord said no 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 lang <laughs> the test is over something else surrender to God what is hardest to surrender right now and find peace knowing that He has your greater good as His greater goal He will see you through you will overcome. And it's going to be for your good and for the good of those you love. Let's give the Lord a round of applause. Hallelujah. Tell someone beside you, walk above the chaos by focusing on Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. Ang ganda nun? ba? Instead of focusing on the chaos, focus on your Christ. Don't look at the waves and the wind. Look at your water walker. But the last message of this talk is probably the best. hindi pa tapos. The last message is Matthew's point. hindi pa pala yung point yung kanina. And I want to. Sh- uh, when I heard this point, I'm like, "Wow, ito pala yung point." Ing susunod pa hindi pa pala yon. Okay niuni, eh. naanbigo na ako ano learn. Because a lot of people are asking me, "Brother, toh, paano kamahirap ng tawala?" Ang hirap, brother, to. I see the waves. I see and I hear the wind. I feel it. How can I look at Jesus when they are really, really scary? Paano if mahirap nga maniwala? If ang hirap na faith? Paano, brother, to, kung ang hirap hindi tumingin sa chaos? So, lulubog na ako, brother, to. And this is the point of this story. Even if you lose sight of Jesus and you focus on the winds and the waves, God will rescue you. Even if you gana, even if you give up, ka na. to those who are finding it difficult to believe, to hang on, to remain positive, (laughs) to focus on Jesus, to those who can't help but to look at the scary things around them, the winds, the wave, the news, the media, the, the reports, to those whose faith is shaken and you're left with questions, doubts, fears, terrors, palpitations, then find comfort in this. This story is primarily not about how strong our faith should be, but about how strong God's love for us already is. No ang bata ko, kala ko this story was mainly to teach us to have faith. No? The point is, even if you can't have faith, God will still rescue you. Can we flash that again? That's so powerful. This, this story is primarily not about how strong our faith should be, but about how strong God's love for us already is. Because Jesus did not leave Peter to sink when he kept looking at the winds and the waves. Because if the point was, Peter should have faith, no nag sink Jesus did not let him go. This is what happened. Jesus immediately reached out and grabbed him. You have so little faith, Jesus said. Why did you doubt me? Shepherd Jesus nagpangaral siya ng konti but he still rescued Peter. Get the point. He didn't say, "Hoy si Peter, nagsising, bye-bye." Okay, mahina ka kasi. John Economan, 'di na halika. Kown na lang next po. You failed. Dede ba? Jesus knew Peter was capable of that and he still rescued Peter. And so this is the powerful twist that the story that I have never seen before and you may not have ever seen. And this might speak to you the most. Kahit marupok tayo, kahit bumigay tayo, kahit mahina pananampalataya natin, God will still rescue you. Wow. It's so beautiful that Matthew is not just telling us about Peter's faulty faith, but he's exposing God's heart. That's how wonderful our God is. He comes to the rescue, whether you believe or not. Whether you walk on the water or you sink down the sea. And the main lesson here is this. No matter if your faith fails, God will rescue you. Type that in the comments. No matter if your faith fails, God will rescue you. I so love that. So even if Peter doubted and sank, Jesus still rescued him. That's so much comforting to me. Kasi ako marupok ang faith ko. Maraming times hindi ako nakakapaniwala. Maraming times ako rin I want to be strong in faith. But if you are strong, does Jesus abandon me? No. He still rescues me and you. So God will rescue you when you lack faith. Amen. Sarap. Again, we're not learning about how, how strong our faith should be. We're actually learning how good and loving our God is. Tell someone beside you, Kahit pa faith? Mo, Siya ang kakafate sa iyo. I know a lot of people who are losing faith right now. At hindi na sila maka-kafe kay Lord. Kay kulang cool ang faith mo. Siya ang kakafate sa iyo. Sometimes we think we think faith is something we should generate. I have faith I should have faith I should have faith I have to psych myself to feel it I should recite Bible verses I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me I'm a conqueror in Christ Jesus so that faith will come but the beauty is and this is something I'm about to end with even the ability to trust God is a gift from God no one has perfect faith brothers and sisters especially when it's scariest when the storm is fiercest so even the ability to trust God is a gift from Him. So if you lack faith, pray for faith. Lord, tibayin mo ang puso ko para hindi na ako tumingin sa nakakatakot. Para sa ako If you lack trust, ask for trust. Lord, I want to trust you more. I want to make this, I want to learn how because marupok ako, Lord. And the good news is, even if hindi need God will rescue you. He will lift you up and help you walk back to the boat. He will rescue you and help give you faith and the ability to trust again. Because faith is not a one-time thing. Faith, faith is not genetic and automatic. Faith is a relationship. Can you type that in the comments? Faith is a relationship. And God will grow your faith as you immerse yourself more into a relationship with him. We're going to pray now. And as we do, as you think of your troubles right now, either your sickness, think of them, uh, your troubles. Either it's a sickness in your, in your life or in your family's life, or your need, or your lack, or your financial situation, or your, your, something you're praying for, if it's a court case, if you're drowning in something. Or it could be your worries, your mental health, your fears, your, uh, something that angers you, something that robs you of your joy and hope. Think of that right now. And I want you to lift it up. Symbolize you're lifting up your fears, your worries, your problems like this to God. Do that. I'm going to show you a photo. Brian's small picture beside me though. Lift up your fears, your worries, your anger, your doubts, your terror, like this, to God. And ask for faith. Lord, hindi ko kaya. I'm drowning. I'm sinking. Ask for faith. Lord, give me faith to believe again and ask for help. Lord, help. It's beyond my control. And this thing that I'm praying for right now, Lord, this problem, this difficulty, this person I love, this challenge, this impossible situation at work, this relationship I'm trying to build that is crumbling. As I lift it up to you, Lord Jesus, help me to focus on you. And even if I fall, I thank you that you will will run to me and save me. And know this, brothers and sisters, as you pray, as as Marga prays for us, as you lift it up to God, he is a God who reassures. He is a God who restores. He is a God who rebuilds. And yes, he is a God who rescues. Whisper in your heart. It's miracle time. Brothers and sisters, it's time to walk on the water. Thanks for listening to the Feast Makati Legaspi podcast. Do catch our other podcasts on this channel or watch our live streams on Facebook and YouTube. Go to FeastMakatiLegaspi.com for links to all our media. Have a life-giving day.